Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome on this Sabbath morning to episode nine of Be With Me in the Book of Titus. We've been in this little bit of series where believers are being asked to adorn the doctrine of the gospel. No matter what circumstances that they find themselves in, no matter what their work situation or age or uh, differences in the church, that is to make your circumstances, good and bad, making Jesus look good. That's what adorning the gospel is. Make it attractive. Today I'm going to call this a people for his possession. And this is from Titus chapter 2. Let let me read it here first of all. So right after... uh, He talks about in everything that they may adorn the doctrine of God the Savior. Then verse 11, 211. For the grace of God has appeared, offering salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior. Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. So I'm going to title today, A People for His Own Possession. We're going to major on that today. It talks about, in verse 12, it talks about learning and training and I was thinking about, you know, I'm sitting out here in the, in the morning sunrise, and I love the mornings. I love the sunrise. I love the early hours. Well, is it because of the, you know, the time of day? Maybe a little bit, but really it's what happens during that time of day. And it's who visits on that, you know, time of day. So we're supposed to be trained to be renouncing ungodliness, worldly passions, But, you know, my protest is, wait a minute, isn't that the fun stuff? Well, it's fun only if there isn't something more fun. And that's what the, that's what this training is, at least. And that's what happens to me early in the mornings. Then it says live. So living godly lives. We're supposed to live lives that adorn the gospel, ordered, consistent, and winsome uh, towards the gospel. And when is it? Well, now in the present age, all I have is today. All I have is today to live right and to live well. In a sense, verse 13 talks about waiting. So Christian, the Christian life is, is partly about, uh, about waiting. We have a hope about something else is coming. Something is coming down the pike. We have a hope in his appearing. We have a hope that sin, our sin tickets have been paid. We have hope that he has tasted death for us. So we're supposed to be living now, learning now, but waiting for then. And in the meantime, this is my favorite part of today, is a people for his own possession. Be a part. He wants us to be a part of a people for his own possession. So he came, he appeared, he gave, and he redeemed individuals and individuals collectively. He redeemed a people. And that is a people for his own possession. So what does that mean? A people for his own possession is actually one Greek word. It means to be a chosen people or a special people. Sometimes it's translated as a peculiar people uh, or privately owned. I was thinking the, the, the illustration for today is someone walking down the street with a sweatshirt that says property of and then kind of in 
printed letters, the Dallas Cowboys or something. And similarly, I think we are walking down and gathering this morning on this Sabbath day. We're walking together and we should all be wearing our sweatshirts that say, uh, you know, owned by Jesus, property of Jesus, paid for, possessed by, uh, by Jesus. And I cannot wait today to a little bit, a little bit later on, go be a part of this people. Today is the Lord's day and the Lord's day is for the Lord's people. So I would, I wish for you that you would plant yourself in the midst of his possessed people on this day. You know, he's declared his intent that we be trained and that we be possessed by him and that we be a people, a part of his possession. So my, I have two questions today. One is a personal question. Does God possess you? And it says here that he brought salvation for all people. That is, he offers salvation for you. And that doesn't come by osmosis. It comes by choice. It comes by receiving by faith, just like it always has. Uh, and then a- following that is living like it. So if you haven't been possessed by him, get possessed by him today. It's not difficult. Jesus, I receive you. The second question is, does God possess the people that you are going to be with this very Sunday morning? So are the young and the old, the men and the women, the bondservant and the master, the parents and the children, husbands and wives, the elders and congregants, are they all adorning the gospel by being possessed individually and possessed corporately? And if not, I would say go find such a people. I think it's a godly thing to do. I think it would, that is a godly charge. So in the meantime, live and learn and wait. That's Those are our individual charges. But then he says, don't do it alone. Do it as a part of a people of his own possession. God feels passionately about this. He's chosen this people. He's declared them as special, as peculiar, unique, and privately owned. So as we go today, I will see you in church this morning in a group of people who are a people for his own possession and in a sense walking around with their sweatshirts on that says property of Jesus. Go find such a people this morning. I can't wait. If you're part of my church, I can't wait to see you. See you there.